Hey, everybody, welcome to this month's Metal Misconduct. I, of course, am Brian Slagle from Metal Blade Records. And as always, Sean Rourke from NHL.com is here. Sean, how are you? I'm doing good. It's in all California Metal Misconduct this month, which is very exciting. You're doing, um, you're doing good. You were just totally burned out yesterday. What happened? Hey, it's the Stanley Cup's ready to go, right? You gotta, it's all about coming back from the bottom and uh, getting back to the next challenge. So here I am in Southern California, and uh, the Cup's going to start in a day or so in uh, two great teams. There's no way you couldn't be good at this point, right? Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, uh, we're taping this the day before Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final. Uh, and Sean, of course, has been traipsing around the country. And when I spoke to him yesterday or the day before, I can't remember which one, you were completely burned out and tired because you had to go all the way back to Chicago and then fly back here, and you had no sleep because the game went in overtime. But you have recovered miraculously. I'm impressed. It is. got to be recuperative in this business. So just like the players, you know, you just you put it behind you. You know, once you get a good night's sleep, I was in bed early last night, dude. So uh, I'm ready to roll now. All right. I, 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 like, I like the attitude. So as Sean mentioned, it's in all California. Well, I mean, you're not from California, but you're in California. So I theoretically is there. Uh, Metal Misconduct. So joining us this month is, let me see if I can get all this right. Model, actress, social media savant, radio host, metal fan, and probably maybe the biggest Kings fan I know. We're joined by Ivy de Muerta. How are you, Ivy? Hello. I'm doing very great. Thank you very much for having me, guest on this. Oh, our pleasure. Absolutely. No, no problem. Uh, you, you... That's, the, that's the other reason I'm doing great, Brian, is I've been looking forward to having Ivy on our show since practically we started it, and now it's happening. So that's the other reason I'm in a good mood. Yes. Hey, bye. thank you. I am. I'm thrilled. I, you know, I know Brian and Sean. I know you through social media, and we go back and forth. <laughs> um, I'm pretty stoked right now. Yes, it's uh, well. We'll get to the hockey stuff in a minute. So you know, you have yeah. an, you have an interesting story. So I, I guess it kind of all began with the whole with the modeling career. So I, the first question I have is, how did you get into modeling? Completely by accident. I didn't give a crap about modeling ever in my life. And about nine years ago, a friend of mine asked me to do um, pinup modeling because I was like rockabilly metal girl. And so I just did it to help her out with her school project. And those were the MySpace days. So regrettably and a little embarrassingly, the photos went on MySpace and someone offered a clothing company offered to hire me to be a model. And I'm like, okay, make some money doing this. And I realized it's a great creative outlet. I have fun. I'm only young once. Why not? And, and so, but you went from there and kind of made your own brand out of it pretty quickly, right? Yeah, I did. You know, um, I'm kind of an entrepreneur. I like to really get out there. I'm not going to half-ass anything. So if I'm going to do modeling, I'm going to go full force. And I'm going to turn my name into a brand. And not just do modeling, but I realized I... Since I have a, a soapbox, I can talk and really outre- get an outreach to people and connect everybody with whatever it is, whether it is hockey or metal or just being an idiot. Let's let's do good in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, the probably the biggest key, too, and this is, you know, the lesson that, you know, I, we try to teach here at Metal Blade, we try to teach to a lot of our artists, is really 
the social media aspect of things these days is so super important. And you've done mm-hmm. an unbelievable job of not only building your brand via social media, which is very impressive, but just being, you know, you know, there are a lot of people on social media you follow that aren't that interesting, but you have a wide range of topics that you discuss, which obviously I think plays into your brand. And, you know, people may not know how super intelligent you are. I mean, talking about physics and science and all these mm-hmm. really interesting things on there. Uh, how did you start with the social media and stuff, and and were you drawn into it really quick? Obviously, you mentioned MySpace to beginning, but now we've graduated <laughs> from there. Obviously, yes, I graduated to Facebook. No, <laughs> uh, thank you very much for all that. Um, social media is extremely important, uh, whether we like to admit it or not, in networking ourselves and branding ourselves. Um, that's how you get the outreach to people, not just uh, in the country but internationally as well, and. You really have to kind of, by trial and error, you have to learn how to really connect with people and how to change how you connect with people, whether it's Twitter, they want to hear you talk about crap, or if it's Instagram, they want to see photos, or Facebook, they like to give their opinion. And you have to have that knowledge in order to really help yourself become successful with that. And actually, I've met some really incredible people through social media, so... You can't really hate on social media because it is such an incredible tool to use to really connect with people, whether they're in the country you're in right now or internationally, go around the globe, be able to speak with people, share what you're doing, share your insights. You can show photos on Instagram. You should, you can say quick little witty lines on Twitter and Facebook. People will take your opinion. You can just use it to really turn yourself into a marketable brand. And, and I would I would assume that you, especially, you know, with some of the stuff that you have to deal with, you kind of come up with a way to take the positives out of it and leave the negatives behind because there are a lot of negatives to it. There are. There absolutely are a lot of negatives. And, you know, some days some people can be really cruel on there and say things that are trying to offend you or somebody else just to get a rise out of it. And I have to remember these people are just going through issues in their own life and because their unhappiness is trying to be projected onto mine, I'm not going to let that happen. And I'm just going to focus, take it as a learning lesson and continue to better myself every day. Yeah, you know, I think that, you know, social media is, is a dangerous place sometimes for women, especially women who are models, because I have friends that, uh, that are doing that. And, you know, the amount of, of really negative stuff you get, and I mean, it gets serious with, you know, stalkers and, you know, things like yes. that that get really scary. Have, have you ever come into contact with that? And how do you deal with those sort of, uh, that sort of stuff? Unfortunately, I have had quite a few serious issues with people somehow tracing me from social media. I'm a little bit more smart now. Um, I had one person find out where I live, and I had to move. And I had one person find my car and key it, so I had to get a new car. (laughs) And then I have random people that uh, will get my phone number or just will keep hounding me on emails. And it's pretty creepy. But in physical real life, I'm a pretty tall girl, so I don't get too many problems when I'm out and about, thankfully. <laughs> and and you, you, you've done, you've actually done some stuff to to curtail some of that, right? You've done some anti-bullying and some anti-stuff uh, mm-hmm. on, on, on social media as well, right? Some programs? Yeah. Um, I am an advocate for anti-bullying. I, I know a lot of people, it's a little controversy. Some people say it shapes us who we are, and to a degree, I... I kind of agree with it to a point. 
as a child, I was bullied for being tall and being a, a geek for having a brain, you know. And now, as dealing with crazy people or rude people, and I see online bullying all the time, I want to use the lessons I learned growing up to help everybody else and realize, yeah, you have to have a different perspective on why these people are trying to hurt you and bring you down. Yeah, it's such, that's a that's the ugly uh, underbelly of the internet, and you know, you hear so much of that. It's really, you know, kind of a bummer. I mean, I've been, I've been pretty lucky on my Twitter account. Very rarely have I had anybody bother me, which kind of shocked me. Actually, I thought it would be a lot worse. <laughs> um, but I, I have plenty of friends who have gone through really scary stuff on there, like like you had mentioned. So, what uh, like if somebody's being bullied on the internet, uh, you know, whether it's Facebook or Twitter, whatever it is, what what would you recommend them to do? What would be your advice? Uh, first and foremost, uh, I just block that person, delete and block that person. If they're directly on your social media site and they're just trolling to bring you down, get rid of them. You don't need to deal with that. And if it's something that's uh, a shared site is sharing something you posted and you see negative comments out there, just, just ignore it. Just ignore it. It's not personal. They don't know you. And if it's something that offends you so much, you need to take that education and turn it around, make it a positive. And just laugh at it. They're, they're just miserable. They're mutants. Yeah, no, and, and that's definitely, you know, as, as a writer, we deal with that sometimes. You know, people really take us to task for what we write or, or the, our lack of knowledge and, and, mm-hmm. and either laugh it off or, or you, sometimes I find the best thing to do is just go right back at them, you know, and, and kind of point <laughs> out how off they are. And, and if you can do it in an intelligent or funny way, a lot of times it, it, it'll kind of diffuse the whole situation. Oh, yeah. I completely agree with you there. I, You know, you got to be in the right mood and just totally be like... Show is exactly like you just said, some humor and be intelligent. Yeah, I've learned not to post anything political on any of these things anymore. So that, oh, that's, yeah. the, <laughs> that's the only thing where I get into arguments with people about. So uh, luckily, everybody else at least will uh, um, be nice about my hockey musings. So as we mentioned earlier, you're a massive, massive Kings fan. So how did you get into hockey? Uh, my grandparents got me into hockey. They are from Finland, and so I think we all here know that Finland, you know, we have, we have a hockey fan base. And they came over, and my sister and I, we I remember watching hockey games with them as a kid, and for some reason, I just got completely drawn to the sport. And when I went to my first live game, uh, I can't even remember who the teams were playing, unfortunately, but I remember one of the some guy down and his helmet came off and there was full of blood and me being a little morbid, I was immediately <laughs> was always, I would assume I was in the old building? Yeah. I, I think I was, let's see here. How old was I? I think I was 12. I'm 29 now. Am I not supposed to say my real age because I'm the lady? <laughs> that would have so been the old fabulous forum for sure. So, yeah. um, it, it was good memories, and now uh, I just blow up everyone's Twitter feed talking about the game, and I have no shame. And, and you've seen the whole transformation of, of the Kings organization from, you know, being being a team that, that was middle of the pack at the FS to right now, I mean, being a model franchise in the NHL and having them in the three Western Conference Finals in a row. You're yeah. probably 
understand where you can be spoiled. I feel very spoiled. Um, the last three years or seasons, especially, I've just been blown away. And this season, most incredibly, I, you know, I had hope for my Kings, but I, I almost lost hope a couple times against the Blackhawks. <laughs> I think every, I think everybody did. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> So now the Kings obviously are your number one favorite team. Are there any other teams yes. that you follow or you like as well? Yes. Uh, you know what? I'm not limited to one team. Hockey is hockey. And even if the Kings aren't playing, I'll watch any other sport. I, you know, Blackhawks are my favorite and also the Canucks. Those are my top three. So the Blackhawks and the Kings, that's a difficult series for you then a little bit. It was, and my family's torn because half my family enjoys the Blackhawks because part of us are from Chicago and then the other half are Kings fans. So we're, we weren't really on speaking terms until recently. <laughs> House divided. Were there any wagers on the series amongst the family? Um, no, actually, we, we don't really make any wagers. We should. Because <laughs> I'm pretty good at those, it seems. Yeah, there's, there's been some good ones. They had... Uh, CM Punk's from Chicago. He had the Justin Kings jersey. Uh, oh, yeah. And then they had the Jimmy Fallon one where they made UP, the Montreal mascot, go all through Montreal wearing a Rangers jersey and get his picture taken at like all these famous places in Montreal, old Montreal, the Olympic Stadium. It was a, Speaking of social media, that was a brilliant, a brilliant piece of advertising by everybody involved. Absolutely. So we're talking about wagers, and I actually am, I believe I'm 3-0 and in the last wagers I've had, but I've yet to collect. I bet uh, Chris Jericho uh, that, you, that the U.S. would be Canada in the World Juniors, and I won that. Then I bet Johan from Amana Marth that also the U.S. would beat Sweden, and they won that. So both of them are supposed to be wearing U.S. jerseys somewhere, but they I have yet to collect on that. I'm very disappointed. I keep bugging Jericho about that. He also owes me 50 bucks too, from another bet that i got to get from him. But uh, I just bet Don Jameson. So I have all these friends of mine in New York, so they're all bugging me. Like, should, why don't you bet like Florentine and Jameson, Eddie Trunk and Eddie Dada? So uh, Florentine, and, I mean Florentine, uh, Jameson and I have a bet where if the Rangers win, uh, I have to go to a show in New York with him and wear a Rangers jersey and then vice versa if the Kings win. So we'll see how that goes. So hopefully the, the bets will continue on. Yeah. Hopefully you calling them out will help them deliver their, their loss. We'll, we'll we'll see. Now, obviously, you being a Kings fan, we're going to we're going to predict the Stanley Cup final now. So I'm going to guess Woo! that you're going to pick the Kings. Am I correct? Uh, I think that might be a good assumption. <laughs> yeah, I, I pretty much figured. So, you know, I'm not sure on my end still how. I, I mean, I've picked against the Kings on almost every series, so maybe I should do that again now to keep it to keep it rolling. But I just wonder. Although I realized last night last night that the Rangers have played 20 games too, because the Kings have played 20, obviously three set three seven game series, three game sevens. You know, what do they really have left in the tank? But the Rangers also played one less game. They played 20 games. So I guess either way, this will be the longest, the most amount of games any team has ever played. Because I think, well, unless the Rangers sweep, because I think the Bruins played 24 games when they won a couple years ago. Is that right, Sean? Yeah, I believe that is right. I believe it was 20. It was, yeah, it was, no, it was 25. It was three seven-game series and a sweep. Oh, that's right, 25 games. So, so yeah, either way, this, this may go a little further. So I don't really know. What, it's, gonna, it's an interesting series because the two teams obviously are not familiar with each other. They played two games 
over the course of the year, but a much vastly different uh, uh, lineups, I think. So uh-huh. it's kind of tough. The one thing that did impress me about the Rangers, I went to see them play the Penguins uh, in the Penguins series and the Flyers in the Flyers series, although they lost both games I went to. Uh, their speed, though, I, I had no idea the Rangers had that much speed. They do have incredible speed, which could be a bit of an issue for the Kings. And I guess the other big the other big question mark is Dowdy's shoulder, because I 